the button has been pressed. Oh, God, no. Not the button. <laughs> the button? You even know where the button is? Uh, well, which button are we talking about? <laughs> Hello. I know where some buttons are. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Cracker Classics weekly podcast where that guy Ian and that guy Joshua we watch an old movie through a modern lens and push buttons sometimes <laughs> if we can find them sort of the point here I like being a button pusher just depends on the button <laughs> this week's button is the grapes of wrath uh yeah I know very little about this I I, I know the ending I don't know the and ending. And I know that it takes place in the Depression. And we go from Oklahoma to California and become, like, migrant workers in California. That's more than I knew. Yeah, beyond that, I got nothing. We have Henry Fonda, which is a resounding endorsement. Yeah, yeah. I know, of course, being the Depression, everybody's poor as fuck. Right. But what else is new? Just because we're living through a Depression now doesn't mean it's always been this way. Doesn't mean we're calling it a Depression. I expect some sort of toxic masculinity in here of uh, protecting the family and being the... Is it necessarily toxic, and... though? It depends. I mean, probably, being yeah. the 30s, but generally, just the general idea of protecting the family doesn't necessarily make it toxic. The, the notion of protection is not toxic, no. But how you go about the protecting is usually could be the toxic, toxic thing. <laughs> so will we have any gaslighting in this movie? I mean, Disguised as protection. Aside from the general gaslighting of the American public during the Depression, mm-hmm. nah, I think we're all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see what level of like political nature there is in here. You know, the people had their opinions of what was going on in the Depression. Yeah. Will we have a soliloquy from Henry Fonda about the times? And oh, I'm sure. It's Steinbeck. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of going this way. I figure it's going to be in there. This is also directed by John Ford, who did Stagecoach. Yeah. Western-y things, so there's going to be some monolog stuff. Yep. But will there be any grapes? I think it's reference to a biblical passage. I, I believe that's where the title comes right. from officially, but... Having never read the book and never seen the movie, I want there to be grapes. Why else are we going to California to become migrant workers? Oh, yeah. Pick Pick avocados. Pick grapes. Make wine. Make us feel better. Because it's the Depression and we don't feel good. I still think the best adaptation of this is Nelson Muntz. (laughs) Here's the grapes and here's the wrath. Mm, Very nice wrath. simple to the point nailed it (laughs) but that's my other question how much wrath do we really have in here is it like an internal struggle sort of wrath or are we gonna get like end of seven biblical style wrath i'm gonna go with the internal struggle most likely yes this was what 1940 yeah was it ready for outward wrath just yet no not quite Shit, we're not ready for it now. No, no. Still have our internal wrath. But maybe this movie will cure that. Hopefully. Shall we get started? Yes. So we know what I the do hell believe we about? shall. Okay. <laughs> we will be back for intermission impressions and maybe some wine. Maybe. 
Or is that the second With half? or without an H. Why? <laughs> we shall see. Well, so far I'm just depressed. Yeah, this is sort of a delightfully depressing. That's uh, <laughs> one way of putting it, I suppose. It's depression done very, very well. That's true. That's true. It, it just conveys all those feelings, but not in a over-the-top, shove-it-down-your-throat like we do these days in movies sort of way. Yeah. It's just sort of laying it out. Here it is. Yeah. Oh, you feel depressed? Well, that's because that's what it is. <laughs> yep. I am liking this so far. Yeah. Took a minute to get into it. Which is fine, and I, I don't mind that. Yeah, gotta just sort set... of how we got started was a little weird for me. Yeah, I gotta set the stage, though. True. I like we had the preacher who lost the spirit. Yes. I just wish there was a little more to him losing the spirit. It was just, I just lost it. Yeah, there's it has no... nothing to do with everything around me that is making me not believe in God anymore. No, I, I just lost it one day. Kind of like how you lost the farm. Didn't say when he lost it either. That's, that was yeah. It would have had more of an oomph to me if it was, you know, the wind dust blowing around. Everyone's destroyed themselves and the land, and I've lost my faith. That would make more sense. Yeah. But I like how we got a nice background as to how it kind of got that way. Yep. Or if it was, we don't know. This guy said this to this guy that said this, and now the farm is gone, and it's some dude's problem out east. Or something. Yep. Well, that's how it goes. And that's how it was then, too. Yep. And you're right, it's probably how it still is. Yep. There's anti-capitalism in here. But we're not outright saying it. It's just there. <laughs> Draw your own conclusion. Yep. Henry Fonda's accent comes and goes. Everyone's does. His is the worst, though. Yeah, that's true. Most everyone else is sort of consistent. Not Grandpa. No, but he was uh, dying. He had an excuse. <laughs> that's fair. Though, would he have died if he had to be dragged off his land? I was thinking that, like, he wanted to stay. Yeah. And it's probably because he knew what was coming for him real soon. Yeah, and he wanted to die at home. Mm hmm And it, that's just another one of those really depressing things of, well, if the tractors came just a day later, he could have died at home. The family could have buried him at home. And then they could have left. Yeah. No, it had to be on the side of the road, somewhere in Oklahoma or Texas. Not at home. Nope. It had to happen that way for the sake of the story. <laughs> Makes it more depressing that way. I suppose. I mean, leaving Grandpa at home would have been pretty depressing, too. Mm-hmm. But just leaving home was depressing. Well, yeah, that was depressing enough, yeah. but... We had that part with Ma Jode. Sitting in the empty room, going through stuff. Burning letters. Yeah. I like Ma Jode. Yeah, Ma's cool. Mm -hmm. She's taking it rather well. Yes. Given the everything. Everything. <laughs> well, looking back, well, I've never lost my farm before. California's in front of us. Let's look that way. Yep. I like her attitude. Mm -hmm. 
There's nothing I can do about it, so I've just got to forge ahead. Yep. But can we talk about that restaurant scene in New Mexico? Absolutely. There's things to unpack there, and I'm not sure how to... Yeah, it was interesting. So they wanted to buy some bread. Like yes. A loaf of bread for Grandma, because she has no teeth, and you got to yep. soak in Soften water. Soften it up. And... Yeah, that's why they wanted a loaf of bread instead of the sandwiches they were making yeah. out of the bread. I get that. Yep. Yes, they wanted to pay for it. Of course they did. Because that's the honorable right thing to do. Yep. We're not beggars. We don't want your charity. We're just... We have budgeted for this in our meager yes. budget. <laughs> Don't give us a fight about it. Yeah. And the goodness of people in the restaurants that just take it. It's yesterday's bread. Take it. Well, I fought with him at first. Well, she did. She, she did, The yeah. server did, but the cook was like, just give it to him. Yeah. And then the server turned around with the candy. That was interesting. Was it? Candy was a nickel apiece. And she said, no, they're two for a penny. Yep. One for each kid. Well, the whole, the whole, ultimately, the point of that scene was if you take care of people, people take care of you. Because mm-hmm. the truck drivers left after getting their pie and coffee and left extra money. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure that was the point of that scene. I think so. The general human nature of hospitality, and I don't want to say charity because that's not quite what it is, but it's no, but it's. You take care of people, and people will take care of you. Yeah, unconditional compassion. Yeah. Toward your fellow human beings. It's weird to talk about it, because we don't really have it much these days. We do, but we don't. Yeah. Well, it's a lot harder to do like that these days. That's true. It's designed to not have it be that way. Yeah, because you don't own your own store. You can't make your own deals like that. You have corporate overlords to answer to at every turn of the way. Which is depressing. Yep. But that would be your banks and the cattle company that now owns all the land. That's your corporations and today. And those bastards out east. There are some parallels to today. Huh. We're just not really? quite on the same level of pulling up stakes and rolling across the country with what little bit we have. Yet. Not us. There are plenty of people living on the street, though. Mm-hmm. And there are people who are having to make that big trek because they can't go back home. Yeah. Got kicked out of home. It's just not safe to stay home. Yep. What have you. Just because we're privileged in this country to not have to do it for the past 90 years. Not just in there. I mean, there mean we won't again. plenty of people in this country that are not in good places either. Absolutely. We're fortunate enough to have a roof over our heads. Mm-hmm. And, the ability to pay for things, and not everyone is. And we're lucky enough that things are remaining in place for us to continue to do that. Yes. Like said, for we, now. We owned this land for <laughs> 70 years. Dad born was born, worked on it, and died on this land. Yep. And now we don't have it anymore. Yep. A life. Ugh, life. Little, just enough circumstances can change. And then you'd be a dead man. Then the government will be interested in you. Yep. I like that line when they were burying Grandpa. Sometimes the government's got more interest in a dead man than a live one. Well, the government's not got no purpose dealing with a live man, but with a dead man, they have to find someone and punish them. It's what the government's for. A live man, you can government can take from him. It's harder to take from a dead man. Yep. So why is he a dead man? 
gotta find the reason for that and take from them. Mm-hmm. This is a bundle of joy of a movie. Yay! <laughs> Not that I expected it to be. I mean... Oh no. Not at all. <laughs> if there was that level in here, it would not be a, an effective movie. No. I do want to mention that we got our grapes immediately in the name of Charlie Grapewind. <laughs> and then Grandpa talked about him, too, but... He dreamed of lying in a bathtub of grapes and just rolling around in the grapes until they were all smushed and no more. It was kind of beautiful. And kind of disturbing. Well, yes. But <laughs> when you're in that sort of desperate state and you don't have food, when you dream about food, you get a little crazy with what you want to do with the food. Yeah, that's true. I'm so hungry I could eat at Arby's. <laughs> so, yes, there's grapes. Again, the wrath is really internalized. Yeah. I mean... I'm having issues believing that Henry Fonda killed a man. I'm not. He was drunk. He was got drunk. stuck with a knife. I suppose. And we just haven't seen him drunk and stabbed yet. So we yeah. haven't seen that side of him. But when he's telling the story, it's all just a very matter of fact well, it was kind like, of thing. And it was kind of weird. Well, it's like when Ma was talking to him. Did you get mean? Did you get hurt? He was like, no, Ma, I was I was mad. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. people get hurt, they get mad. He was like, no, I was mad, but I'm not. Not anymore, yeah. So he dealt with whatever it was that caused him to go to prison before getting out. Mm-hmm. Which is why he's... Still drinking? <laughs> but that's why he's not... He doesn't feel like the kind of man who would kill a man. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he wouldn't if he got stuck again, but... It's not his natural inclination. No. Yeah. Yeah, he did the thing. Did the crime serve the time? Mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes that happens. He did the thing, you gotta suffer the consequences for it. Yep. It's called life. Yep. And he's dealt with that, and now he's got other stuff to deal with. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, the family. He's a little distracted. (laughs) Doesn't have time to go out to the bars, get drunk, and get into fights. No, when he already finished his one bottle he had. The one that cost him a dollar. Factory whiskey. That means it was good whiskey for the time. Yeah. Better than moonshine. Exactly. Um, Regulated a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Post-prohibition. Not a total crapshoot. You know what you're getting. (laughs) We haven't really established much of family dynamics. There's a lot of characters in this family and... There's very little depth to them. Well, yeah. Part of that is just the situation. Yeah, the depression's the character. Mm-hmm. And what do you have to do? You gotta survive. Yeah, there's not there's not room for character. Yeah, there's not really any <laughs> really? around it. You just gotta survive. Oh, you got a great personality? Well, it's nothing if you don't survive. Yep. Sparkling wit. Yeah. It's not helping. I'm just having issues differentiating some of the men. Because they're all, for the most part, the same. Yeah, I, mean, I, would I can see that. like a little difference between them, so I know <laughs> they are. But we've just now gotten to California. Yep. So now we can kind of establish other things like that. Yep, now's when it gets really depressing. Yeah, we saw that guy in the, the <laughs> camp. Oh, I just came from there. Yep. No, there's no jobs. There may be food, but you can't get it because you don't have a job to buy it. And is that better or worse than... My kids died of heart uh, failure Ugh. with distended bellies. 
Aha. Mm-hmm. That was a level of depressing right there. Yep. Yeah. And now we get to see it, not just hear about it. But I still have the question of, is it still going to be better than it was in Oklahoma? Because Oklahoma, there was, like, literally nothing. There was dust and a lot of wind. We shall see. California, there might be more graves. (laughs) (laughs) To reach up and pick an orange off a tree whenever I'm hungry. Which, that's um, a pipe dream right there. (laughs) Can't eat the company orange. Nope. And a century do you think this is? (sighs) So you predict more depression. Oh, God, yeah. And anything specific? Uh, no. Okay. I just... Don't see this being a happy story. I don't really either, but I at least want to see a little upward projection. The ending projects. The, the, the ending gives a glimmer of hope. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. I Sun on the horizon kind of thing. But it's still going to be super fucking depressing. <laughs> I'm with you on that, I agree. <laughs> I just hope there's a little something. Silver lining to the clouds, exactly. maybe. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. a little bit. You know, there'll be a few Jodes who die. Just, oh, yeah, yeah l- l- let's take the over-under how many Jodes are going to die. <laughs> um, grandma dies. Yeah. Um, At least one or two of the brothers. Okay, so there are 12 heading out. There's 12. And one has already died. And so we're I'll down to 11. Th- I'll say three more die. That's kind of where I was, actually. Yeah. <laughs> So we'd be left with seven. Though technically eight, because the preacher came with. Yeah, so yeah. So I made it 13, and then we went down to 12. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... That's why Grandpa had to die, because there were 13. Oh. Uh... That wasn't right. Grandpa wouldn't have died if the preacher, who's not a preacher anymore, came with. <laughs> okay. But no one would have died had he stayed a preacher. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm... I'm... I think I'm done here. I yeah, think yeah, I think I... Finish this? Before I go wild with other stuff. Be back with our curtain call and... It may be more grapes. Maybe more grapes. Certainly more depression. Depressing grapes. <laughs>of it in any way shape or form it was just what you had to do it was what you had to do yeah uh, i guess i just don't understand why we left the camp at the end to go to fresno 
for work. Yeah, but what happened to the work we had? It was not it's... stated that that work was gone. Well, it was kind of implied. Yes. I, mean, I wouldn't have gone anywhere if I hadn't needed more work. Ma didn't want to go anywhere. No? <laughs> Saw that. She's pretty happy to have running water and yeah, running water is amazing. Yeah. yeah, running water is pretty great, especially when you didn't have it for a while and you have it again. Yep, it's nice. I don't even know that they had it in Oklahoma. That's true. We didn't, I don't think they did. It's not established. We really didn't see any running water until we got to the Colorado River. <laughs> <laughs> now there's no running water in the Colorado River. My, how the tables have turned. <laughs> I'm a little confused about Tom and his running from the law again. Well, he had to. I get that, but I'm, I'm a little confused as to how we got to that point what where he had to run off again. Because he, you know, they get to the creepy camp with the yeah. scabs, and he meets the preacher again. Yep, Casey. And we're talking labor dispute stuff because, of course, it's a strike. Naturally, it was a yeah, strike. Obviously, yeah, pretty obvious. And all of a sudden, the cops come to their little camp and chase them off as they cross the river. Uh huh. And just because of that, Tom's got to go on the run again. No, because Tom killed a cop. He killed a cop. I missed that. Clearly, I don't know where I was. Cop hits Casey. Mm-hmm. Kills him. Right. I knew that. Yeah, Tom hits cop. Cop dead. Cop dead. Oh, I thought he just hit a cop and then... No. Cop dead. Oh. Yeah. He's really good at killing people. Apparently. <laughs> like, that was subtle. Maybe I just I wasn't was... paying enough attention. Yeah, I'm inclined to say that because, well, it was a little ambiguous, but it was... It was dark. You had the... To... Yeah, the darkness made it difficult, but the other cops said he's dead. Yeah. Not in reference to Casey, because they'd, they they'd already established that Casey was dead, because Tom said he's dead, mm, Okay. and then yeah. hit the cop, got clocked across the face, ran off, and then the other cops came up and were like, he's dead. Gotcha. They were talking okay. about the cop, not about Casey. I was lost in there. Thank you. You're welcome. This makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, no, he killed the cop. That's... uh. Yeah, that explains a lot, <laughs> right? Makes it makes a lot more sense now that you know that. <laughs> Which sucks for the family because yeah. now there's one less working hand. Yep, but also one less mouth to feed. Yeah, yeah. Take the pros with the cons. Yeah. In the end, we lost two deaths in the family. Yeah. We lost grandma and grandma Casey. and grandpa and Casey. Yeah. Grandpa, we had so already lost. Remember, we had our, oh, our continuing yeah. death count. We said three of the Jodes group was going to go, and we lost two of them, if we're counting Casey. Yeah. Which I am, because he went yeah. with. Yeah. But we did lose another one. Yep. Just not to death, just to yep. uh, selfish bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm. That was awfully selfish of him. Again, mm -hmm. those pros and cons are there's one less mouth to feed, but there's also one less strong, able-bodied person to go out and work and make money. Yeah. Because, of course, we had to have the uh, sister of uh, Rosa Sharon. Her husband yeah. had to run off because... He's a whiny little bitch. Yep. I didn't think it was going to be like this. There's hardship in California, too? Oh, I'm out of here. Peace. 
Raise my child all by yourself. What a dick. Mm-hmm. That's kind of an unfinished storyline to me. I mean, I get it. He's just up and gone. But now we have this extremely depressed, still very pregnant woman who doesn't who is, have the child at the end. And is not showing her pregnancy. And see... <sighs> Thank you, Hayes Code. My understanding is there's a difference. Or there's got to be a difference because this is not the ending that I was aware of for The Grapes of Wrath. So, sure um... book is different from the movie. Very. Why, how does the book end? Uh, this is my understanding. I'm not 100%. I never read the book. Uh-huh. But my understanding is, like, they get into a camp or something. She has her baby. The baby dies. But there's an old man that has no teeth and can't eat, so she breastfeeds the old man. Really? That's the end of the book. <laughs> to the best of my knowledge. I could be wrong. <laughs> I might have been misinformed, but that's, uh... My, um, what what I've been led to believe. Okay. So there's some motherly instinct in Rosa Sharon. Yes. Well, she's also a more fleshed, fleshed out character to my understanding. Well, I hope everyone's a more fleshed out character. Yeah, <laughs> they were pretty flat. I mean, we they had were Tom pretty flat. and there was Ma. Tom and Ma were people. Everyone else was just kind of there. Kind of. We started to get a little bit with Al. A little bit. You know, they got to the the nice government camp and he said i'm gonna go out and try to find a girl yep hey look i found a girl we're gonna dance and it's kind of awkward because i'm a, a lot taller very awkward her. dance <laughs> but it was really adorable like there was a human side to al yeah there, there was also a little bit to paw but he was a pretty easy to write character yeah i'm paw things ain't what they used to be but i could still work yeah that's it it's paw <laughs> Overall, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, it was quite good. But it's supposed to be. Depressing, good. captures that well. I just wanted a little more character depth. Yeah, that would have been nice. But overall, solid movie. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's fun moral out of here. Yep. The government ain't so bad. (laughs) That wasn't lost on me. We get to the government setup. Department of camp. Agriculture. Yeah, from the Department yeah. of Agriculture. They zoom in on the sign. It's the Department of Agriculture. And it's really nice. We have running water. There is democracy. There's no thug cops going around just randomly beating you and keeping shit in line the way they want to see it. You can take care of you can't take care of the camp to pay the rent. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing. Pretty decent. Yep. Which was the kind of how the government was in the thirties. Once FDR came. Government yeah. was like, let me help you. Y'all getting fucked. Let's okay. let us out. Let's do some stuff here. <laughs> yep. The locals. That makes us look bad. Well, we burned down the camp. No, nah, you make you look bad. <laughs> Thank you, you make you look bad. Yep. He's in point the capitalist branch. You, you, with the you, you could be doing what the government is doing in this situation. But no, you have to make triple profit in the depression. Yep. Mm. things don't change sometimes you know that's still very much a thing and we still have labor disputes and all that fun stuff yep 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 it's just the government's not on our side with them anymore nope it's a problem our government's been bought and paid for since the 50s paid for what are you talking about well that's true we are in debt to people who are in trillions of debt to other people (laughs) <laughs> that's economics well nothing is paid for fair well some things are paid for but you don't get to see them 
<laughs> in some Burns-style mansion on the top of a hill, and he's not selling. No. Markin has to climb even higher before he sells. This is not supposed to be a government ranch podcast. Sorry, folks. No. It just comes up when you talk the depression and labor. Yeah. Doing what you need to do to take care of those that you care about. These things come up. Yeah. You guys, I do highly recommend this movie because it is a conversation starter. Yeah. It stirs things in in you. Or will make you fall asleep. Oh no! That, that could happen depending on who you are and well, yeah. how exhausted you are from working all day. I did. I definitely wrote down a line that stirred something in me coming from Casey when they're down in that camp right mm-hmm. before he gets killed, talking about how he why he's not a preacher anymore because a preacher's got to know. I don't know. I don't know. I gotta ask. That is a good line. Yep. Mm-hmm. But to ask, man. Oh, I've been asking for years. Oh, yeah, we've all been. And then you gotta trust the answer that you get, or not, and ask again. Oh, I'm still asking. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's a process. I'm saying it's not a process to be a preacher and, quote, no. <laughs> but... Yeah, but you gotta know to be a preacher. I do like that line, and that's kind of a good losing faith sort of thing. It's, yeah. Like, that wasn't apparent in the first half where he just said, I just lost the spirit. Now he's actually yeah. saying, I don't know. And, and you have to know. To be a preacher, you gotta know. Yep. Uh, yeah, and I don't. So I'm gonna ask. Hard times will do that to a man. Yep. I used to know, and then things changed, and now I don't know. So I gotta ask. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, welcome to life. I mean, everything changes, and I don't know. Yeah. Um, it, it changed, and you just have to... You gotta be like the Jodes. You gotta adapt a little bit. Yep. Be a little scrappy, and a little industrious, and like just Mom kind of said, not or Like Ma said, we're the people. Mm-hmm. We keep going, we keep working. The rich man gets up, and his kids aren't no good, and he yeah. dies. And then his kids die. And then his kids die, <laughs> but we keep, keep on, because we're the people. Mm-hmm. And that's the we the people that should be, that our country should be caring about. Where my country gone? Yep. We the people want to know what has happened to our country. Exactly. Which was a question being asked during the Depression. Yep. Why we voted for FDR. Four well, we times. didn't. But yeah. Yeah. That's why, why our country elected FDR. Four times. Four times. Well, the war helped. Wow. In a few aspects of that. Yeah, that's true. Depression really didn't fully end until the war when we had an excuse to make people work. Well, it's because we're still running on a system that requires people to have jobs in order to be able to live. That's one issue we have, yes. But it's also the... I can rant about that for a while. Well, yeah. (laughs) Then we have the issue of what we deem as value to work for. Yep. What kind of work we're willing to pay for. Because, let's be honest, life is work. Yeah. Period. It may not be work all the time, but guess what? Most of the shit you do in the day is some form of work. Yep. It's just whether or not you get paid for it. Which is bullshit. Yep. Talk to any homemaker. Absolutely. They work harder than a lot of those men in, quote, real jobs. Oh, yeah. Pay them. Pay them with what? Your debt. I don't care. It's all debt. Yep. Pay them. 
Okay, keep going political here. I gotta. Yeah, let's this. uh send people to our Patreon. <laughs> Fucking pay us. <laughs> pay us by going to patreon.com <laughs> slash cracker classics. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Keep these political rants going. <laughs> also, yes, follow us on Twitter. <laughs> check us out, crackerclassics.com. And watch this movie. Yeah. Get I, I kind of pissed off. Uh, do yeah. something about it. Yep. Just don't kill a man because then you have to run away. Rage against the dying of the light. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you, folks. Bye.